Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Nikki. Welcome to Swipe Fat. Where dating's hard. But dating when you're fat is even harder. We get so many questions in our DMs asking for advice. So we thought we'd throw it out there. We did question boxes on Instagram. We did not get a lie. So anonymous boxes asking if you guys had any advice that you wanted us to answer, questions about us. Nothing was off the tables. And we got nothing a lot was of questions. Off- <laughs> nothing was sense? off the tables. <laughs> nothing was off. The- Isn't that a saying? Yeah, but I don't think there's an S on it, but it just was really cute oh. the way you said it. Yeah. Okay. Nothing's well, off the tables. It's okay. adorable. You're adorable. Okay. I'm not making fun of you. I think it's cute. Okay. Well, um, if we I were a boy, I'd be in you. <laughs> well, well <laughs> where are you, boys? <laughs> Great question. Just kidding. I might have a date this week. Just <gasps> kidding. Since I said that, I don't. I don't have a date this week. Wait. What do you mean? I might have a date. Who knows? Oh, you're saying it's not going to happen because you just talked I, about it. I just said it. Yeah, I just okay. said it. All right. It's All right. fine. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. Um, But we got so many questions. Way more questions when I posted it for anonymously, though. Eek. Those always make me the most I know. <laughs> I'm like, why couldn't you ask me this triggering question with your name? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. There, I, like, We got some really good ones, so I'm excited to go through them. I'm going to start uh, with some easy ones. Yeah. Some low Let, balls. Let's start with some low balls. Okay. Hit me. Multiple people asked us this first question. Um, and I posted a TikTok recently where somebody, where I said my age and people were freaking out. So I think I realized people do not know our age at all, even though I think we talk about it a lot. Maybe we don't talk about your age. Oh, okay. So it's how old are you? <laughs> I'm 37. This is Alex, by the way. <laughs> and Just... I'm 32. I'm, that's are... Nikki. Yeah, that's me. Nikki. Hi. Aren't you so proud that I actually said the my right actual... age? Yeah. The she first... always gets it wrong. The first episode we ever did, I think I said I was 27. You and still I was... do this, though. It's not I know. like she, I... she always thinks she's 28. I think. Yeah, I think in your mind, I feel so. Yeah, I don't feel 32. And um, actually, I responded this morning to a TikTok message because somebody like wrote this scathing. Like, I wish 18 year olds would realize that being 30 plus, like, we're not old and we're not like all these things. And I like at 18, I thought 30 was old. I'm not gonna oh, yeah. like, I thought I'd be married, have kids, have gray hair. It wasn't until I like started growing and realizing like we changed three times between 18 and 30 at least like life isn't over after 30 but at 18 you feel like it is so I don't fault them my cousins are like in college and they're always like I don't understand because I think like when you grow up in a very traditional home like Mm -hmm. you know parents are married they have like kids like at a certain age right um that's just your assumption that that's what's normal and like whatever they're always like how are you not married I know like sorry (laughs) and it's like there's part of me that feels like well I must be a failure but it's like no there's so many people in our generation that are growing older and waiting and they're fully like form themselves first before they jump into a marriage so I'm okay with where I'm at Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be 38 in like two months. So. You know, 
Uh, okay. The other two are how tall are you and what size are you? Uh, oh, and I'm... what's your bra size? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a not going to lie. Do you think people asked that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or do you think it's helpful for I think it's helpful for women. big chested yeah. women to know about mm-hmm. other big chested women, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm 5'2". I'm a shorty McShorterson. And I'm my size, I'm a... 1820 uh depends on the brand and a bra size 40g i didn't know bras went up to g's recently go away i know remember at our christmas like with our friends we had that whole conversation (laughs) because um i am a 40c uh i think i have big boobs but i do not uh actually a man posted a comment saying that i got a breast reduction this year <laughs> i don't it, i i missed that memo i did not have surgery this year um i am five eight though She's i'm so the tall. tall one of the two and i range between an 18 and a 22 depending dresses like i'm an 18 and my top and my bottom are two different sizes <laughs> so which I think we should normalize. Yeah. I know. So. That's a, that's a hard one for shopping. Mhm. Yeah. Like sets and stuff. That's I I can't really do a lot of sets. Uh want like onesies, rompers aren't for me. Yeah. So I, I'm lucky in that. Yeah. Respect. But most dresses I can do like an 18 and then pants I'm like right now a 2022 20, depending on mm-hmm. the structure of them. So, oh, uh, let's get to this hard-hitting question. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Rate Chicago straight men one to ten. <laughs> I really hope a man said this. Like, I don't Maybe know. Maybe someone wants to move here. Maybe. Oh, that's, that's, that's a smart question. That's smart. Um, I will say better than other places I've lived so I'm gonna go seven seven is that high like oh so are we rating them on looks wise or what are we rating them on like just I was ho- doing how like they a little are bit of humans a com- I was doing a combo platter just like, overall overall um sure seven I, yeah. I don't know like they're not the worst. They're not, they're the, not worst. the best. They're not best. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Is there a best? I don't think so. I don't. I think not yeah. in America. <laughs> no, I'm, they're probably they're all, just as awful in Europe and overseas. Yeah. We just romanticize them. A hundred percent. And the people who are in long and the people who are in long distance relationships with the people overseas have found the good ones. That's true. You know. Yeah. So. That's... You can find a good one anywhere. It's just yeah. finding the diamonds in the rough, man. Yeah. You know? That's the hard part. Just, yeah. And the ones that go with you. Mm-hmm. I, well, that's my thing right now. It's like, okay, you tick all the boxes, but then there's still something missing. Yeah. Come on. Well, I guess we should answer this question then. Okay. Um, do you think you have a bad picker? <laughs> this is the song, the, um, 
question that sent you into a spiral. Yeah, because I got it at like midnight last night. <laughs> I was laying in my bed and I started thinking about it. And it's like, yeah, I don't have the best one or I didn't in the past. I well, have a isn't, lot of ch- isn't that why like this year was a big year for you, like learning mm-hmm. wise? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone and this is like the perfect time to go through it. Your age. Yeah, I I we don't talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I have a lot of childhood trauma, especially with men. So I know that I don't always pick the best men and I'm working on it. Yeah, we all are working on it. Most people, a lot of people don't have good pickers Yeah, because if they did. Everybody would be in relationships. And stay married. Yeah. So I think it's like, I don't know, that Patty Singer question. (laughs) It's a little triggering. I get it. No, I get it. I think everyone has periods of, first of all, okay, like think about, because I I had a period um, where I got fired from a job Mm -hmm. and my self-esteem was low, 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 low. My picker was so off at that point you're just seeking validation yes and like I don't know grabbing anything that feels like it could be solid so there's so many things that can affect you at different points in your life and that was probably I don't know 31 30 probably your age and um I like I don't know it was such a toxic time Mm-hmm. Um, and I was making really, really poor decisions that made myself seem even worse. And so sometimes it's hard to pick yourself up from those situations too, because it's like, you think you're doing the right thing. And then you're like, then you spiral even more. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I can't even do one thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that's rough though. I mean, even now, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I feel like I have like a good sense of like self and stuff mm-hmm. and you can still make bad choices in those moments because yeah. you get blinded by something or um something seems better than it is I mean I think that's just life yeah I think I even do it with friends yeah you don't know until you know yeah sometimes or, like work choices like mm-hmm. taking a job I mean this could translate to anything in yeah. your life it doesn't have to be just about like finding a partner you know yeah. life is not linear no no so i i think if you also think you have a bad picker that's okay we can learn it we can change and we don't have to pick the same men over and over and over again or you know because sometimes i think i'm picking somebody that's completely different and then it turns out that they're have very similar qualities to you know partners before Mm -hmm. so yeah you don't like people trick you too they don't That's show their true. true colors for a while. That's absolutely accurate. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. I think everyone has bad picker at some point in time mm-hmm. about some decision in your life. And that's yeah. just how it is. My, I mean, it took my mom until she was in her 40s to get with the right person. My current stepdad. But she was on people, her. But would people say she was successful because she was like married prior to that? And I think maybe that's like part of it though, is because like we haven't been married. Maybe that it like the thing you were talking about earlier, where it's like people like equate that to success. Maybe that might be. You know um, what I mean though? 
I would tell you that she would say she had a bad picker and she wasn't successful. The only good things to come out of it were my sister and I like, but she wouldn't have wanted those relationships for herself or for us. So I think, I think like you'll learn as you go. No, totally. I just think like maybe outwardly people are like people. Yeah. Being married because yeah, I, I a hundred percent. I think that people see that as a success thing. Yeah, and a lot of people in marriages are not happy. Right. I'd rather be happy by myself than unhappy with somebody. Yes. Hence why I've been single for so long. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Like, you can make things work, you can fit things in, but that doesn't necessarily mean you'll be happy. Yeah. Okay, FUPA confidence. Advice on not being self-conscious when the focus is down there. I don't know if they're talking about sex or just yeah. like FUPA period, like that you're like you're Having showing a belly. Um or yeah, a lower a B a lower B belly, like or your belly's like at, like if you tuck your shirt in, you know? Like somebody commented on it um reel recently and told, said that I have a butt on the front. I think that's the best way to describe. Okay. Um, that like, isn't FUPA technically just like your actual pubic. Okay. So that is truly what it is, but most people do not like they still equate it to your lower belly. Okay. Like having a role. It is your fat upper pubic area, but mm-hmm. like only people who are not even well educated, but in the body confidence space the fat space like they're trying to change that to that's what it actually is but most people use it for the little extra okay well if we're talking bellies you and I both have bellies Mm -hmm. yeah um I think for me it's um finding underwear that makes me feel really like cool like I feel really sexy in and then wearing that around the house and like becoming comfortable with my body in that way so that when I am in a situation where I'm getting sexy time, I'm more focused on the fact that I feel like I look hot and what I'm wearing um, that I like don't really care about yeah. the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So when I read the question, I think like everyday life and that took me a long Uh-oh. time to be comfortable in everyday life, um, like not wearing a shirt and like camouflaging it. Mm, um yeah. so it wasn't until four years ago five years ago that I started tucking shirts in and tucking those in was a game changer uh for me and my confidence and just like being like you know what it's out everybody has it or not everybody but so many people have it so even straight size people are insecure about that area yeah. too sometimes so I just like if it's a, like a little fake it till you make it situation, I feel like. Mm-hmm, for sure. And then also like go on TikTok, go on Instagram, look at people who have them and they're sty- dressing their bodies for them. And I think it's specific, like finding someone who looks very much like you too, mm-hmm. because I think if you're following people who um, don't look I mean, it doesn't have to be exactly like you, but if it's like someone who like for me, Natalie in the city um, Mm -hmm. and I have like similar, we're both small, we're both round. um, I mean, I might have bigger boobs, but it's like nice to see someone who looks like me wearing clothes 
Um, Similar body shapes. Yeah. And then I know not just what it's going to look like on me, but I see someone else who looks like me, like living life, having like she's, you know, has a great job, like has a great love life, you know, all those things that makes me more confident in the long run. So I think finding people that look like you is really key. Yeah, it kind of neutralizes it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also we don't have those you. people a lot in our daily lives. No. Like mm. even Nikki and I don't have the same body. No. So very different bodies. Right. So it's like, okay, we might be the same size, but like I mean, obviously seeing Nikki be confident is like really nice for me to feel confident, mm-hmm. but it's not the same exact thing. Yeah. So I think it's nice to be able to be like, oh, that person looks like me and they're also mm-hmm confident or happy or all the things that you know I'm trying to exude as well yeah and like if you can have think another person's beautiful and like cool and great yeah why am I not yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and for a long time I didn't feel that way about myself but I felt about other people and it takes a lot of like normalizing it and internal work to get and it's time Mm -hmm. yeah just just takes time like I've been like how long has Instagram been a thing? I guess like 2015, 13, 2016 years? is like when people oh. started like really, I don't know, sharing like really, more about their yeah. lives and stuff, you know? Not just using it as a photo editing app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they had stories and stuff like Yeah. I don't know. That's probably when because I was like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a long time. It takes a long time. And- I mean, I didn't even really call myself fat until like three years ago. Yeah. So I think there's just like there's such an evolution mm-hmm. and we're all at different points and we shouldn't feel bad about all being at different points about our bodies either. No, I think this kind of it's goes not into, overnight. It's not. So how do you get so confident? I think I think we just it takes yeah. time. It takes time. <laughs> and and faking it to make it like you said. Yeah. And just realizing like that not everything about you is how you look. Yeah. Yeah. I have one of my friends who was like, I never like she listened to the podcast. If you didn't, she's like, I didn't even know that you like felt like that about yourself. And I'm like, yeah, why would I like take it till I make it? You know what I mean? Like, I'm always going to like act like I'm confident. And I think eventually that like takes over. Mm -hmm. But there are things that stand in your way for like stuff in your life. And I think there's always been like for me, my body was one of the things that stood in the way for me for long time for yeah for for like love Mm -hmm. and men and stuff uh like that but the other stuff I was like whatever who cares I mean of course not like you're not confident all the time and like I'm not I don't know like I'm not confident right now no I I don't you took pictures of me um yeah, like I hated we every the, photo we took. Yeah, and the, yeah. the you what we were in a radio studio and you took photos of me. I was like, does my face look like that? Like, I internalized fat phobia, being like, like I still deal with it. Oh, I thought you looked cute. I was like, I don't recognize that face. Mm. You know, just because I gain a little bit of weight and my face is a little chunkier than it, you know, normally is or it has been in the last little bit, and it's fine. But it was just like. It was a little like, oh, okay, that's that's what I look like now. And so, like, I'm good with it now. But in the moment, I was like, oh. And so it just takes time to process things. 
And some days I feel extra hot and some days I don't. Yep. Same. I think like just any person. Yeah. Yeah. Let's dive into an advice question. Okay. Okay. I've gone on two dates with this guy. Really liked him. Haven't seen him in two months because of the holidays and whatnot, but I really want to see him again. We still text, but he only responds like every three days or so. Is it a red flag that it's moving so slow? In my personal opinion, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, again, these are our personal opinions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been in this situation twice now in the last two years because um, I get so hung up on the fact that there's someone that I actually like because I think it's so hard for me to like find someone that I feel like ticks boxes and that I actually enjoy and I feel like um, I'm attracted to. I feel like that's for me personally hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, so like uh, them not responding in my experience, again, in my experience, this is like a slow fade. Yeah. I think if it if he was responding every time you text, but it's taking him three days to respond to you, that just yeah. shows that maybe like it happened once or twice. That's something. But every time that's like that's giving you the answer you need. Um, What I would do for my personal self. So I just know is I would respond. I'd send another text and I would say, like, I'm free this day, this day and this day. Like, we should go, like, we should do this. And then his response will tell you everything. Yeah. Because if he says, this day works for me, great. If he says, "Uh, I don't know, or he doesn't respond for three days, you know, he's not interested and then you can move on. But you got your final answer. Yeah. I've also done um, (laughs) one time with a a guy who was kind of doing this. I was like, hey, so I'm just going to lay it out there. I really like you. Um. And I'd like to see you again, but I'm not really sure what, vi- like, what vibe you're giving me. Like, you're, it's little mixed signals for mm-hmm. me. And he was basically like, yeah, sorry, I've been seeing, like, multiple people. Mm. And I'm, like, kind of focusing on one of them. And I was like, okay, well, got my answer. Wasn't yeah. the answer I wanted. But, but you just, got like, an answer. straight up asked, yeah. 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 I think it's deciding if you're willing to put yourself out there to ask like Alex did or if you want to do a more convoluted way. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how willing you're to, you are to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's ballsy, though. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um, how long is it too? How long is too long to be talking over text before meeting in real life? Do you think these questions are all just one's? pulled from my actual life i think so i think i did you submit these they were yeah, not no. why. <laughs> um well i'll tell you two a month is too long yeah if you develop feelings for yeah. somebody what th- this is the factor if you develop feelings for somebody while you're texting before you met it's too long that's actually really good advice yeah I mean, gosh, this is so hard because I've definitely been in a situation where it's like we were supposed to meet, someone got sick, then someone was on vacation, then someone's sick, then someone's on vacation. It's just this like back and forth, especially in the winter. It's hard. Everyone's getting sick all the time Mm -hmm. um, and life gets in the way. Um, So, I mean, 
I think too long to be te- to, if we're just talking like no excuses, like there haven't been any ex- real life excuses. Like someone hasn't, you haven't planned a date and no one was sick and all that stuff. More Over than two week, weeks. Yeah. I was going to say a week is like, oh, yeah. A week is like too long. Yeah. There needs to be a plan put in place. And that's once you exchange phone numbers, in my opinion. I think even on text, on dating apps, like a week is too long if there's no. Well, if you haven't exchanged phone numbers on the app in a week, then it's not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So same applies to texting, though. Once you give the phone number, if you guys haven't made a plan. Maybe Nikki's right. Two weeks, maybe. Two weeks. Especially if it's slow talking. I think I think even if you have a date plan still texting for over two weeks and not like in the date hasn't happened well, especially if you're texting a lot yeah i i think it's a red flag to text a lot before you meet somebody now if you are texting and you maybe you don't have a date plan but you've done like a physical date plan and you but you've done facetime dates because maybe there's a distance thing or you're being sick yeah that's a little different but if there's no way to confirm face to face if you're that's another to way them. to do it too like if you guys you want to meet but it's like there's so much going on whatever mm-hmm. i would suggest facetime yeah facetime takes 30 minutes like less than 30 minutes i've and- had like two guys that was like the teacher too mm-hmm. was like self-conscious even about facetiming and that tells you no right i think that um and when I did FaceTime with the other guy, he was like, I was just like super intimidated and it was like hard to like set a date or whatever. Yeah. But then you learned after that person, he still never followed up with a never, date. I, I know. He just still wanted to send you good morning texts. Oh my God. Kill me. Good morning so, texts. I hate them so much. They're the worst. I don't even like a, if I'm in a relationship, I don't even want a fucking good morning text. Get no. out of here. Get out of here. No. <laughs> Cringe. For me, for me personally, cringe. Uh, because they're cringe because the one time they forget to send it, it sends you into a spiral. That too, like or like a good night text. If you send good night texts every night, that and they are out and busy, like it can send you into a spiral. I've seen friends spiral because they did not get a good night text. Yeah, I don't want. I don't like those either. No, just end it with a little heart tap. Yeah, see, like when I'm, in a, when I'm in a relationship with somebody, like I like different, talking at night, like before bed or if we're not together, like, or, you know, we have a quick little catch up th- throughout the day, like one call, you know, at the end of the day. I mm-hmm. like that. But not a good night text for no reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a good one. How do you get unattached? I was friends with benefits with a guy and caught feelings. I actually that's funny. I was looking at that one after this too. Um uh, on you got to completely detach with Which the person. Is, you should not be in contact at all. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Uh, 100%. Yeah. After my ex and I broke up, I went no contact. Mm-hmm. and we unfollowed each other on instagram um and he was private so that was nice so mm-hmm. like couldn't even look at anything right um that for me was key and 
I think at first there's so you want to text the person so bad mm-hmm. because there's like things that remind you of them or whatever. It's it has to be a no contact rule. Yeah. And really, it's good to delete their number. If you want to write it down and give it to friends, you can do that, but delete it because like I'm a drunk texter that like sure it she get, is. Yeah. It gets me. In, it got me in trouble. Um, I last two relationships, I did not unfollow the person we kept in contact. We should not have. Um, we f- kept following each other on social medias, both both of them. And this last one, it's it until a couple of weeks ago, I'd see him watching my stories and it would trigger me. Mm-hmm. Like I just would get angry. So I I blocked him because not un- unfollowing isn't enough. Like sometimes, you know, I muted his stories, but he was still watching my stories and I could see he was watching my stories yeah. or he liked a TikTok earlier this summer and it freaked me like it sent me into the spiral because he never liked one post I ever posted while we were dating. Like, so I think just if you can block them, and cut yeah. clean. And there's, I guess, cut clean is so important. There is no reason you should be texting them happy birthday or oh, no. any of that stuff because, like, there's no reason. Why are you no randomly reason. texting them once a year happy birthday? That just brings up feelings. Mm-hmm. I even had to tell my ex to stop doing that. Yeah. I was like, please don't. Mm-hmm. Because no every time you do that, it's your way of trying to get a little bit in. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I did it with one of my exes. But that's what he did and he got back in. And yeah, that's exactly. The thing. It's like blocking is the best way. If you know that there's a person that's like can weasel their way back in, that's the yeah, block. Yeah. We have a friend who blocks so many people. Like she has no issue blocking. And she was the one who was like, you need to block him. How have you not done it? And I was like, it, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And it took me the rest of the day to finally do it because it gave me so much anxiety because it's like, well, that makes it really final. Yeah. But like it was done. It was it's been done for over a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why my brain just like thinks that way. But like we we will never get back together. I do not want to get back together. But it like just not. Yeah, it just feels like a lot. But it really was the best thing ever. Yeah. And I did it for all my exes after that. So, because I don't need to know what's happening on Facebook with the other ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. You don't need to know. Unfollow. Let's go to a sex question. We got so many of them. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, Nikki, have you ever gotten a hickey? The question is, have you ever given a hickey? Um, oh. But yeah, yes to both. Same. I get I get hickeys all the time. Anytime I make out with a guy, pretty much, uh, not on purpose. I just bruise easily. <laughs> I got one recently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I went. I got such bad hickeys one time on a hookup. It looked like I was abused. <laughs> like, in <laughs> trying to cover them was awful. But have you ever given a hickey? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, so, like, guys get so mad about it. Yeah, sometimes it's like fun. Uh, well, not on purpose. Know. Like, yeah, but like a bite, you know. Yeah, but I'm never like, <laughs> here I, I go. Never, 
I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going in with the intention of giving it, but like, it, you know, in. it happens sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So we got a lot, a lot of questions about um sexual inexperience or being a virgin, and they all had different questions. So I think we just go through them. Okay. This one's, um, I think, super relatable. Uh, 20 and want to lose my virginity, but I'm insecure about my dark thighs. I totally get it. Uh, I think most fat people have dark inner thighs um, from chub rub. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... The guy isn't gonna notice. No one's gonna, I, or yeah. he doesn't care. He doesn't care because guess what? A lot of guys have dark inner thighs too. Even skinny men. Like yeah. Uh, also, I I think this is a really hard concept for women's minds to wrap around. Most men do not care what you look like. They care about having sex. So if they're in that moment, they're not. That sounds awful. True, that but sounds it's awful. true. It's true. It's like they're not being like, hey, let me get a gander. It's yeah. usually like we're about to do it. I'm excited because we're about to do it. They're not thinking yeah. about all of the external factors. Yeah, they're not over like we are your body. Yeah. Yeah. Like we are. Yeah. They don't care if you have. I can't even remember. Dark thighs what most... Or a pimple or like on no, your thigh. Definitely not. Like. No. Or if you have hair on your cooch or... They have no... They don't care about that. If you ask them after, they probably don't even remember. Yeah. In that moment, they don't... No. They don't care. No. Um, So if if that's the only thing you're insecure about, like, with with having sex, go for it, baby. Yeah. If you're not ready, don't do it. Yeah. But if it's all about inner thighs, just know that most people have dark inner thighs. Yes. And I you're not alone. Probably, they've probably seen it before. Yes. And it's not like this weird thing. Yeah. Very normal. Okay. So we have another question about advice for first time. This is a 28-year-old virgin in a new situation ship. Um, and they said they're super nervous. They had some recent weight gain that has them more insecure about themselves um, and their inexperience. So it's sort of both things. Yeah. Inexperience and weight gain. I think that if you're with that person, they know what you look like and they're attracted to you clearly. Um, I think it just is a deciding factor of if you're comfortable going there with them, if they make you feel comfortable enough to have sex with. And that if you want to have sex with them, Mm -hmm. it's a lot about being comfortable with somebody. Yeah, I think the hardest part... um... It's like you want, sometimes you want to, but you're not ready. And those are two different things, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm, I want to, like, I'm excited about it, but I'm not there mentally. Like you can be there physically and not mentally. Mm -hmm. And you can be like really attracted to someone, but maybe just not ready yet. Yeah. And I think like, uh, you have to decide since this is a situationship, if you have sex with them once and you don't hear from them again, are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. And if you are, great. But if you want something more than that, maybe wait until it's not a situationship. 
yeah. until you feel it's like you have to decide what level of safe and security you need. Because my first time, I was not in a relationship with the guy. I was just starting to see him, but I decided that I felt safe enough with him and that I didn't care if I didn't talk to him again after because he was just like a good guy and he made me feel comfortable. And I, at that point, wanted to have sex. So I did with him. We never, we ended up not being in a relationship. We saw each other a couple more times, but like I made that decision for myself and I was ready at that point. So it's deciding what you're ready for. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, another one. Well, I was going to say we had another question about nervous telling people that I don't have experience in the bedroom. And I think that's similar to the question that we just had. Yeah. Um, I, I, Nikki and I, um, have both said that like experience doesn't have to be experience having actual intercourse. Mm-hmm. Um, experience can be exploring your own body. Um, and you know, th- that is just as much experience. Knowing yourself is something that I did not have before mm-hmm. I had sex for the first time. And I wish I did, to be honest, mm-hmm. like, that's like more like no experience at all. Yeah. Um, and I'd had some sexual experience, but no intercourse. But I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know um, how to give myself an orgasm. I didn't know like any of that stuff. Yeah. What one felt like. Yeah. If, yeah. Right. Um, and I wish I had had that knowledge going into it Mm -hmm. so if you have that knowledge you don't have inexperience you have experience yeah also it's none of their business unless you want it to make it their business so true that's so true you don't owe them telling them that you lack and like you lack experience unless that's something you want to tell them yeah and if they get weird about it then sayonara yeah like everybody has different sexual levels of sexual experience and nobody should be judged either way what their experience is no. I but okay I did tell the guy in the I mean bed. I told the guy I told the guy that I know like I was it was my first time but you were a little younger right I was 20 20 okay so so mm-hmm. I think if if you're older, you know, you're your mid twenties, I think there's more stigma a little bit. Um, and I did tell the guy at 24 that I had never had sex. And it took him a second to process it. And if you're gonna tell them, give him a second to process. And then he was like, Okay, like, are you good? Like he made sure I was good and then we kept going. Um, so I think if you are going to tell somebody, give them a second to process and be like, okay, but if they act weird about it or anything like that, then you can move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They shouldn't make you feel weird about it. No. They make you feel weird about it. Then you just dodged a bullet. Yeah. Do you have any dating advice for a 30 plus year old plus size virgin? The thought of dating makes them super anxious. Hence they've been single forever. And I think honestly, everyone is nervous about dating. Um, and that can be for 
any reason. Um, I totally get why you're anxious and that's like held you back, right? Um, unfortunately, I feel like the only answer is to just go for it. And yeah. that's the that's the suckiest answer to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, because like there's n- nothing's gonna make you less anxious about it. I think like I mean it makes me anxious thinking about dating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I think you just dipping your toe in. I think it's a lot scarier than it actually is when Mm -hmm. you actually do it. Yeah. I think if the thing that can be fun, it dating is so much fun. Um, But I think if it's the fact that you're a virgin and that's what's holding you back, I, I think that some a resource that could be super helpful is TikTok because there's so many people who haven't had sex and are in their, 20s and early 30s and there's even people in their 40s who are on tiktok talking about it and it normalizes it oh yeah i think there's there's so many straight sized people there's so many like conventionally attractive people who have not had sex for a lot of the same reasons that a lot of plus size people who haven't had sex and i think just like normalizing that for yourself can build some inner confidence with it like you're not alone but yeah, just go for it. Yeah. You got this. And let us know how it goes. Yeah. The opposite coin of it. How do you get a guy to take you out on a date and not just sex? Um, well, I think that if they uh ask you over to their house, say no. Say no, yeah. Um, I there's a <laughs> I was watching scrolling TikTok, of course, uh-huh. um, and saw a TikTok this woman made about how her this situation her di- situation was a little different. But she's like, you know, maybe you started in a situation ship or you started as friends, and um, how do you get out of that mm. like staying at home thing? Um, a really great way of not having to say it out loud. <laughs> like be like i'm not comfortable being in your house it's sort of be like oh i'm not interested in that but i am interested in this and then give an alternate idea oh that's great yeah so being if they're like hey do you want to come over and watch a movie be like actually i'm not really that interested in that but i would be like not even comfortable i would be down to get tacos yeah i love that yeah just say it like that it's so chill like mm-hmm. and if they are like oh no i want to watch a movie you'd be like okay bye and then okay. you like weeded them out and you didn't have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. i like that literally just said like hey i'm not into that idea but i would be down to get tacos mm-hmm. easy peasy lemon squeezy yeah that's really good right and i did use that on someone and i did get a date out of it Woo! i know but I didn't have to be like, hey, I'm not comfortable being in my house anymore. And I would rather not, you know, like, yeah, because you're like, so stranger danger, stranger danger. Right. Right. Because it's like sometimes you don't like I haven't met you. I don't want to have to have this whole conversation where it's like you just made me uncomfortable. And, you know, because it yeah. seems too serious. It's like maybe they weren't trying to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes guys are just freaking clueless. Yeah. They are. <laughs> um, well, this is kind of on the same vein. How do you tell guys you don't just want to hook up and you're looking for an actual relationship? 
just just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you can you can really just say that. Um I think if they ask you what you're looking for, just be honest. Say you know. Yeah, okay, that's a good one because like how do you say that without mm-hmm. sounding like a psychopath? Sometimes I think like in my mind I'm like cuz I am trying to date with the intention of marriage. I don't want to like literally say that, right? Because yeah. it makes me sound a little bit cuckoo. Um I'd be like I'm intentionally dating right now to be in a long-term relationship, but I know that that doesn't like happen overnight. So mm-hmm. I'm looking to go on dates and like get to know one another. Um, but knowing that what I'm looking for is a long-term relationship. Yeah. I don't think that sounds as crazy. It's yeah. a little more intense. Yeah. But yeah. like, that's also what I'm looking for. So I don't think you need to beat around the bush because if someone isn't looking for the same thing as you, you don't want to be talking to them anyway. I think we get so scared about like taking people out of our options because we are plus size. And God knows I did that for like most of my adult life they're almost 37 years (laughs) Um, yeah almost 37 years I'd be like okay but he'll change his mind you know like they're not going to I can Mm -hmm. tell you um yeah it's been a long road but no they're they don't if they're saying they just want something casual they mean it yeah 100 um I think if a guy asked me I'd be like ultimately I'm looking for a relationship but right now I'm just trying to date and get to know people and feel out vibes like something like that, um, which is a little more, bit more casual than a, like a long-term relationship. But I mean, I am ultimately looking for a relationship. Yeah. So. I mean, from what I heard from yours, I would think that you're looking for something more casual. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is that what I'm doing wrong here? Maybe. I don't know. that. I mean, I don't I- really tell people that a lot, though. Okay. Yeah. I would think that you're looking for something I- yeah, I hate, I hate and, when guys ask me what well, I'm would, looking for. Okay. So if I would hear what I hear from that is like casual, but if it turns into something cool, but you're like not really like looking for anything like long term. I said I'm ultimately looking for a relationship. I know, but still. That's the first line. I know, but like in the end, in the end, you make it still sound really casual. Because I said vibes. Probably. Yeah. Vibes. Maybe no, don't use the word vibes. Okay. Okay. I really don't answer that question a lot because most of the time when guys, in my experience, when guys are asking what I'm looking for, it's because they're looking for a hookup. Mm. So, I but that's just my experience. He was looking for a long term. Oh, did he finally respond to you? Yes. Okay. He just got a new job. So we're giving okay. him some grace. Some grace. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's polo shirt guy yeah polo in case shirt anybody guy. was wondering <laughs> um <laughs> um okay so maybe i take the vibes out yeah so ultimately i'm looking for a long term or ultimately i'm looking for a relationship but right now just trying to get to know people and feel it out yeah that's better because that okay. doesn't seem as like it's the vibes up, the vibes makes it vibes makes it casual yeah yeah look i'm getting advice here <laughs> Have you tried field? Cool idea, but it seems more fetish focused than I expected. I I think it is a fetish app. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it, I think it's. I mean, from what I from what I know of it, it's a fetish app. I'll look it up right now. Or a like a oh, very open minded. Actually, app. doesn't. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it's for open minded. Okay, it says it's um between people interested in ethical non monogamy, po- yeah. polyamory, casual sex, kink, swinging. Yeah. Alternative relationship mod- models. I mean, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean it's all kink. No, but I think 
I think it's very sex-based, though. Though, I mean, we've had people on Fat Chat talk about how they've met, like, some, like, friends and stuff through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it can... I, think, I mean, I think I think any app can bring about a relationship. A hundred percent. But you have to be the one guiding it to that. Yeah. Um. But if you're getting mostly like hookupy type vibes from it, then that's maybe it's not for you. Yeah. But yeah, we do have. Um. If anyone doesn't know what Fat Chat is, we have a Patreon account. Um. That you can sign up for, and we do. Um fat chat episodes every month where we bring in um, a listener and they talk about their relationships and things that they've been going through and we've had some really really interesting people come on and talk about um, their relationships or what they're looking for in love mm -hmm. and all different types of like backgrounds and mm -hmm. it's really cool so yeah if you're interested in that you can find it um, at the link in our Instagram bio yeah um, what do I do if the dating app algorithm, because of being in a bigger body and not conventionally attractive, only matches me with people I don't find attractive or interesting? Any tips to not lose faith? Okay. I don't know which app we're talking about here, but I think, I think not all of them do that. No, I think it's Hinge. Hinge gets real... <laughs> real rough sometimes i feel like with their recommendations um probably based on those things but like, it's also basing on what you're swiping on so if you're not swiping on people like they you have to swipe on people you're attracted to for them to show you more people like that like on hinge i know that if i don't swipe i'm not gonna see anybody like that i like yeah for that like for a long time and it tells you it'll give you notifications and be like like swipe so we can find out more of what you like mm -hmm. so it's really you putting in the effort to make sure that you're swiping on people that you are interested in and then like starting combos mm -hmm. yeah i think it also must be a little bit of like who's swiping on you yeah i think so too um i would also recommend especially for hinge updating your profile a Once lot a yeah, um, because that puts you more at the top. Of yeah, and the pile. And they notify you too. I haven't changed a photo in a, like a couple of weeks, and they were like, "Add a new photo to spice it up." Mm -hmm. Like, so it can be a photo, but also just like change your prompts. Um, yeah, exactly. Just once a week, change things a lot because otherwise you're gonna stick with like yeah. the same dudes, even or on the women, all or apps, whatever. all apps too. So it helps. That yeah, I'm just so algorithm. focused on Hinge right now. Okay. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> How much time do you spend on the apps per day or per week? That's actually an interesting question. Do you initiate the dates um, once you talk to people? Yeah. Uh, so I spend a lot less time on apps now after I did that detox. That's good, um, though. Before I did my dating detox, I was on them a lot, checking them multiple times a day, uh, at a lot like an embarrassing amount um now i don't go on them every day some days i forget um that's how but <laughs> about yeah about maybe uh if i'm on them though maybe five minutes yeah i'm definitely like, at not a time. on them that long um, yeah like i think our new thing is like using up all of your likes 
Mm -hmm. and having some conversations and then you're out. I will like give myself like one TV show. Usually like if I'm watching um, like Housewives or something, because that's Uh, like you can do both at the same time. Yeah. Feel Um, I'll spend maybe like 30 to 40 minutes Mm -hmm. on them. Maybe less. I mean, sometimes it's like 10. Like I, I have notifications on Hinge. So if I'm like messaging with somebody. Yeah, that's different. And it's like, and I see their response and it's like interesting. Maybe I'll message them back, but usually I'll wait until the end of the day or like my lunch break kind of thing. Um, But cumulatively in a day, I'm not on more than 10 minutes. And that's what we call growth. (laughs) Yay. Okay, I got one. How many dates should you wait to discuss what you want? I'm four dates in and convo seems very surface level. I would, I would now. Now. Uh, I, yeah, I think how long. Four dates in is a good amount of time. Yeah. Unless those four dates have been like in within two weeks. You know, I I still don't think it's a bad thing to have a conversation about where you are. No, if you want to have the conversation, have the conversation about what you're looking for. If that's something that you want to do, do it. I think that having, I mean, it doesn't have to be, (laughs) it doesn't have to be like this big thing either. I think you always get like nervous about it having to be this like big conversation. You know, you can ask them what they're looking for. It's not doesn't ha- necessarily have to be like our what where are we going right exact that's like kind of what I'm saying yeah like, it doesn't need to be this like big combo like hey are you gonna date me yeah like seriously or, are or we you, exclusive blah yeah, blah you sent me a TikTok about the girlfriend method mm-hmm. and it's actually really great she basically gives a guy a trial run for a month she gives him all of herself the crazy the stressed. Like everything treats the him like he's her boyfriend for a month. And then she initiates the conversation and says, hey, like I'm not dating anybody right now. Like and feels out where he's at. And if he's not interested in like at least being exclusive or like going towards being that, she cuts him off cold turkey right there. Yeah, because I well, I think her whole thing is sort of like, um, you know, if we're not on the same page, then we're never going to be on the same page. Yeah. Like, and a guy knows if they want to date you pretty early on, like if they actually want to be your boyfriend. That TikTok trend basically telling you, like, they know within a d- one date to sometimes a week, they know. Like, I don't think that's inaccurate. I don't think it is because I think I kind of know that too. Yeah. Um, Like, you get a vibe that mm-hmm. if you like want to go further, um but it's just like they know yeah (laughs) it's it's kind of very triggering well I mean I think that's why we're like oh my god it's like been three dates and I'm kind of confused and it's Mm -hmm. like oh I hate the whole thing of like if you're confused then there's probably a reason but it's true yeah it's true like I get being a little confused after the first date yeah, that's because like fun. I'm awkward after the some like or I used to be super awkward after first dates or like, you know, like the goodbye, like the hug, like, you know, all of those. Um, but I like by, I after, mean, by three dates, you definitely three know. dates, you know. Yeah, I think after the second date, you know. 
like if you have like the feeling like if like you feel good with this person i think you can still there can still be blurry lines especially if you have sex oh well that yes sex makes everything more complicated yeah so yeah you might need a third date to <laughs> yeah <know>. yeah <laughs> uh, sex i miss it <laughs> Uh, don't worry i've been having plenty with myself Uh. oh my god (laughs) Uh. 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 well what are your body counts we're gonna end it with that we can do this one and then one more you get nikki actually keeps a list i don't know i do i have no idea what's your body count go look okay I'm going to guess 20s. For mine? No, me. Oh, okay. Like, I have no idea. I guess I could go try and figure it out. I'm under 20. I, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It d- does not matter, I don't think. Uh, as you get older, it definitely does not It does not matter. matter. As long um, as you're being safe. And if a guy's asking you that fucking shit. No. Fuck them. No. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That is uh, not their business because honestly, you don't want to know theirs. No, it's nobody's business, but your own. I think when I was younger, I definitely wanted to know. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't care. My second boyfriend, the one that like I was like, you know, the first time I think I was like, I thought I was in love with the first one. I was not. So the second one, like, you know, the true adult like relationship. Um. I remember one night we were drunken out with friends and that topic got brought up. I was crying in a pizza what? restaurant like Why? after being out because we were talking about it and I got jealous. I was mm. jealous and like I was sitting on his lap. Of people that came he'd, before you. He'd, yeah, of people who because I was just jealous that he'd done things without me. And it was like very, <laughs> you know, like just very because I loved it. Like we were just in that at the, you know, and like he and he was like, the, he's like, see, we shouldn't have talked about it. Like, he, he just, you know? Yeah. But that's like, I was like a little insecure about it. Like, you know, about that he'd, he'd had a whole life without me because he'd been married before. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was so shocked that he'd been with other women, you know, <laughs> yeah. or that many other women. Uh, but it, it's just like, it's nothing, like, really, it's nothing we need, we, we need to share with people. No. And nothing good happens out of it. Okay, so this person um, said, I'm nervous about drawing negative attention on one of the swipe fat trips. Could you talk about any issues you noticed traveling with a group of plus size women? I don't, I didn't see any. No, I think um, we. One noticing. No, we I were think. were a group of plus size women. We had the same, it would be. The same we got the same amount of attention that a group of women traveling would like think right. like when you're on a bachelorette trip or a girl's trip right. and you all walk in yeah to there's a like restaurant 12 of you that's and there's like just a lot of people yeah that's that's about the same attention we got um, yeah I, in athens none at all i feel like no but because it was busy i think it was when like we were in mykonos, mykonos that one little restaurant the um the local uh restaurant we went to that our guy took us to for that dinner yeah i think that's the most 
looks we got because we were so loud compared to everybody else i think more more so it's less about being plus size and more about being american yeah so um and loud yeah and i think we also got a question asking if the places we're traveling are fat friendly they really want to go but they're scared we work really hard to make sure that the itineraries that we put together are are meant for people like us I, i think the most people get nervous about like the amount of walking or if we're going to be going up hills a lot and all of that stuff. And I think the best part about being with other plus size women is if we are going up hills or um, we're nervous about our breath being raggedy, we're all nervous about that and we all don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we, we were all nervous about Athens um, because walking up to the Parthenon, it's a big hill. When we all got down at the end, we were all like, that was like no big deal. Yeah. Because we stopped along the way. Um, we had a tour guide who like stopped a bunch. And if anyone felt like tired, we could take a break, yeah. which uh, we didn't have any issues, though. No, I think we're was... not hiking up Machu Picchu. No. When, when, <laughs> no. When we're like doing these activities or exploring the different parts of the cities, um, like different archaeological things, we're with the tour guide. So we're stopping and they're t- telling us about it. It's not like we're going on, you know, we're doing this five mile hike where, you know, we're stopping we're looking at things we're learning along the way um sometimes eating yeah (laughs) sometimes drinking drinking um so we're you know we make sure that the activities we pick there aren't there shouldn't be any issues um I think just you know it's like and we're not but like no nobody's like pointed and stared him and like look at those fat people I think that's what people think is that like if we're in a group of fat women, like people are stopping and staring and talking about us. And that's not that hasn't been the case. No. So and I, you know, I'm pretty confident the rest of the trips that won't happen either. And if it does happen, we'll say something. Yeah. And we're we're together. together. We'll fight them. Nikki will fight them. Maybe not. I don't need another black guy. (laughs) That's the way you get it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But so we went to Greece. We have our trip to the Amalfi Coast in Italy planned and launch. That's still available to hop on if you want. I think like what nine people can come now. We have 11 Um, spots. 11. She knows better than me. (laughs) But we did just launch our trip to Spain. In October. Yes. Um, And we're so excited for that. We're going to (laughs) Sevilla and Granada. Mm -hmm. um, And we are going to an olive oil farm i mm-hmm. just said an olive farm but i guess it is an olive it is farm. an olive farm yeah it's an olive farm where they make olive oil yes um we're gonna be doing tours of i know like someone messaged me and they're like you know you have to have tickets to alhambra because i went and i couldn't get in and i was like that's the whole beauty of this like yeah they get all the tickets for us like everything is planned out you don't have to worry about anything you mm-hmm. show up and you go that's the best part of it um so like we'll be going to alhambra palace that's where they filmed game of thrones um we'll be going to um a cute little town cord called cordova um to explore um yeah so it'll be fun um we're doing like a river cruise there's Mm -hmm. sunset cocktails tapas flamenco shows it's gonna be super super fun and we are pumped and this one is a little bit um lower price point than mm-hmm. Italy or Greece was um so it's 24.95 a person right. so if you're interested we have the link in our bio um it was launched on Monday 
and we still have some spots available. Um, and yeah, so hopefully you can come or if you were like nervous about coming, hopefully we quelled some of those nerves. Yeah. We have so many more questions left. So I think we answer the rest of them next week. You guys did give us so many good ones. So thank you. We'll get to those next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Follow along with us on Instagram and TikTok at Swipe Bat. And if you're not a part of our private Facebook group, join that too. Just search Swipe Bat Podcast. And if you love us, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review.